warming and for some people it can make getting a good night's sleep almost impossible and while nearly all of us like the smell taste and ritual of our morning coffee why not explore eliminating the negative aspects of our morning brew well what if your coffee replacement helped Induce alertness, not dependency, improve mental capacity and function, improve physical stamina and performance, improve immunity and overall health. Oh, and by the way, it tastes good enough to drink every single day. Meet Mudwater. Mudwater is your fastest growing coffee alternative in the market, consisting of organic ingredients lauded by cultures both old and young for their health and performance benefits. With one-seventh the caffeine of coffee, Mud gives you the natural energy and focus you expect from coffee, but without the jitters and crash. With an organic blend of mushrooms and ingredients like cacao, marsala, chai, turmeric, lion's mane, and more, Mudwater offers a beverage like no other. Whether you want to enjoy it hot, cold, as a latte, or however you take your coffee in the morning, Mudwater is the zero sugar, zero crash, zero jitter alternative, sure to leave you feeling recharged and refocused. Listen, I'm really excited to have Mudwater as a sponsor here on The Brian Nichols Show because I've been able to see the Mudwater difference for myself, and you can too, so click the link in the show notes to get some mud, support the show, and get your new morning ritual started right with Mudwater. And now, onto the show. We can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that piques interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. <laughs> Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. That's right, I am, in fact, your humble host, Brian Nichols, and welcome to today's episode of The Brian Nichols Show. Of course, it is a Monday, and I'm sorry, folks, we, we are actually recording here on Monday, so you didn't get the sneak peek like you usually do on YouTube the day before. You didn't get the 5 a.m. episode. I'm sorry, we have lives, and we had a holiday here this past weekend with the July 4th holiday. Chris Goizetta, my marketing guru he was on the road busy i was on the road busy so you know what we didn't record on actual sunday july 4th but here we are july 5th right back at you bright and early and guys it is a conversation that we need to have marketing why isn't your facebook and instagram ads working but before we get there chris goizetta how was your july 4th weekend my man oh it was great happy secession day uh <laughs> <laughs> I got to, to hang out with our, our buddy Shane Hazel up in Atlanta at Smith's Soul Bar. He had his first live podcast, so that was a whole lot of fun. One, to, to hang out with him, and then two, to finally do a show. That's my yeah. first show since February of 2020. And my, my wife loved the last show that I did, but, you know, it's after having worked shows like Alice Cooper and all these other cool shows, like Dancing with the Stars, not really the coolest show to work, but that was my last show. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? I think we're starting to see this across the board. And uh, and I've said this before on the show. We're starting to see folks getting back into some sense of normalcy. Finally, thank goodness, uh, Delta variant be darn. We're seeing folks still say, you know what? I, I think we've seen 
what the worst of COVID can look like. Look, let's look at New York City, you know, March 2020, world shuts down. People were at that point very scared because they didn't know what was going on. Now, there were folks who were very skeptical from the beginning, yours truly included, and you know, starting to question a little bit of the official narrative. But as we've seen time go on and on, the argument of those skeptics saying people can make calculated risks, number one, but number two, let's if we are going to protect people, protect those most at-risk folks, um, but also then focusing on how government has gotten in the way in so many different areas of actually preventing different, um, different means of actually helping uh, get vaccines out first, you know, before we, we go through an entire season of COVID where the vaccine was actually ready like the week after um, we declared a national pandemic, but showing where government across the board has been in the way. Now we're starting to see more and more folks say, you know what, listen, there's a Delta variant. I think I know how to now effectively approach this. I'm not as concerned in terms of what's going to happen. We kind of know what's going to happen. We know that we don't have to spray our fruit with Clorox bleach <laughs> anymore. Remember that? Classic. Yeah, so I, thank goodness, man, we're getting back to uh, some sense of normalcy. How was the reception in Atlanta? Did people kind of seem like they're getting back into the swing of things a little bit? Oh, yeah. People are excited to be going to shows. I mean, it's it's almost like nothing ever happened or people are just <laughs> so excited just to finally go out and go see live music and be out and about. And it's nice to not have to wear wear a mask and, you know, in between your sips of beer, <laughs> um, it, was, it was just really good. It, it felt good to not yeah. be out amongst people and seeing live music and, yeah, just having some fun. Well, it's and it's that you mentioned the not having the mask part. I think we're going to I would love to see some of the social science behind not being able to see facial expressions oh, over yeah. the past year and a half and what that's done for people's psychology, because I just know being able to see someone smile again. Yeah, that's huge. That's massive. It makes you feel like, okay, like I know where this person is currently at in terms of their state of mind. And it gives you more context into if they're going to be willing to accept your message that you're delivering to them or not, which is not an intentional kind of segue to the conversation today of how we do want to meet people where they're at, focusing specifically in the marketing sense here today, looking at Facebook, Instagram, and using the platforms that they've developed here to help reach people. Now, one of the things that's that's elephant in the room, Joe Polizzi from Content Inc. He says this all the time too, because you've got me hooked on his podcast. And and what is that, Chris? Good you one. Own own your your network, right? Own your own your audience. Audio, area, own your audience. That's right. So yes. we're saying this to preface: don't rely on Facebook <laughs> or Instagram uh, for building your audience, nor as the means to reach a potential audience, make sure you do own your audience, build that email list, build up the list of folks who are engaging in your content. But with that being said, I've talked enough, Chris. Let's dig into Facebook and Instagram. They are both great tools to use, not only to reach people, but also to figure out who you should be reaching in the first place. So let's kind of start off here. Facebook, Instagram, how have you used them to help with uh, marketing specifically as you were using it in the uh, music industry? So as you just going back on the Joe Polizzi thing real quick of owning your audience, right? So just to close that loop, um, you know, when you're on social media, whenever you post something, zero to 2% of people see your post and on average. And if you're sending someone an email, there's about a 20% open rate on average of people that are going to see your email, right? And that's, that's open actually. So opening actually technically counts as an engagement, right? So if zero to 2% see your post on those platforms, doesn't mean they're engaging. So if 20% engage with your email, guess what percentage probably sees that email? Probably 
70 80 percent right it's a very high percentage a lot of, more <laughs> yeah it's a high percentage of emails we see we just may never open because we have a ton of emails we just don't feel like digging through our emails but people see the email right so your chances your odds are so much higher and then if you have an audience that's text friendly and a text messaging list or an sms list works better like a platform like community then try to get them on that list right because these these social media platforms they can change their algorithm at any moment in time and that'll hurt how many people will, will see your post and with us libertarians they're probably shadow banning some of our stuff because when i post a picture of of my kid i get tons of likes and and comments and everything and then when i post something that's not even super controversial just like it's libertarian based like nobody sees it oh so, chris right, right around the election time i mean interrupt but like election time our oh, yeah. page which was around fifteen thousand or so likes got throttled like nobody's business yeah. i mean our our views went just plummeting mm -hmm. and i'm like what what is going on i reached out to a bunch of other libertarian organizations that have you know significant reach on on facebook and i said guys are you experiencing this too they said, oh yeah like it's across the board they've done something in terms of changing whatever it was that their algorithm was now they are exclusively limiting the the political reach and then actually you know it's funny chris and i'll, I'll turn it back over to you is that i think it was two or three weeks later they basically came out and admitted they're like yeah you know with the intensity of the election we decided to stop you know curating as much political content into people's news feeds and it's like well you know maybe just maybe it'd be nice to let know your customer base i.e yeah. the people who are building up these platforms and have essentially engaged in this contractual relationship where we're giving you data in and really exchange for you giving us a platform uh maybe give us a heads up but no they, they tell you after the fact and then it's almost like you have to learn all over again and rebuild everything that you once had i mean we're still just now in the recovery phase on our facebook page of trying to get the audience back yeah and 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 i've never planned a uh a teaser clip before but i'm going to plan a teaser clip for this episode right now so why give your money to Facebook or Instagram, right? Us libertarians, th those are probably the last companies that we want to give our money to. Well, I'm going to challenge you to use those platforms. Use them because their ad platforms are so powerful and so effective. It's pretty much Facebook, Instagram, which is the same ad platform, LinkedIn, and Google Ads. And yes, we don't want to give our money to those stupid organizations and support them. However, there's also a lot of benefit. And if you can grow your business and own your audience, take your audience off those stupid platforms and put them into your email list or your text message list, wouldn't you want to do that? Especially if you run your ads correctly, they're going to be very, very effective. So take your audience off those platforms, use them, and don't think about it in the fact that you're giving them money. You're just temporarily giving them money so you can get that money from those customers directly in the future. So stop saying that uh your your ad one your ads aren't working and two you don't want to give those those organizations any money and and the reason your ads aren't working you know it's it's really easy to click that boost button or that promote button right so on facebook you have the boost button and on instagram you have the promote button well what do i always say <laughs> know your audience right so when you put push those buttons the boost or promote button those ads are only going to go to people that follow your page and their friends so if you're first starting out, you're just building your page, you don't have a ton of followers yet or actual like fans or potential voters that are going to be supporting your campaign, right? These are all just people that know you, they love you, they're going to support you no matter what, but they might have other interests. So for example, if I were 
to run a political campaign. It's all musicians, my family and friends right now. So if it's them and their friends that are seeing my ads, well, it's mostly going to be progressives and liberals because that's what the music industry is mostly made up of. So if I hit that boost button, it's not going to help me at all trying to reach potential libertarians or liberty curious people. So stop using the boost and promote button. And there's a better tool, which we'll get to to in a second. So no boost, no promote button. And let me ask you this. Is it intentional that Facebook put that right there? Is that the easy, low-hanging fruit from them from, a, a, I guess, a transactional standpoint? They don't really need to get you high-quality views. They just want your dollars there? Yeah, it's it's partly that, and it's to get people introduced into the into the habit of using ads and using their mm. app platform. So it's kind of gives people the some ad experience because yep. once you go into business and ads manager, it is slightly more complicated, but they actually have one of the easiest ads platforms to use. But yeah, that's exactly. It's to get a couple extra dollars here and there from, you know, a couple million people spend an extra five to 10 bucks a month on boosting a, a post. And that's an extra $10 million that they're making. Right. So it's real revenue they're bringing in from, from those boost buttons. But once, once you get more and more curious about running ads and optimizing your ads, the, the better way is to go to business.facebook.com, and that is their business platform. And in there is a, a tool called Ads Manager that, that you'll be using the most. Ads Manager and then Audiences uh, are the two pages you're going to use the most when you're first starting out running ads. How How intuitive. I mean, my goodness, you're getting really step-by-step tips here, folks, on The Brian Nichols Show with our Marketing Mondays with Chris Gwazet. I've literally had to run your marketing on Facebook, so uh, make, I hope you're taking notes. If not, make sure you rewind and uh, you know go and di- diligently take some notes here, uh, or just head to the show notes. We'll go ahead and include that. It's really easy for you folks right there. Go to your uh, podcast app. Swipe over. It's right there. Um, <laughs> but Chris, let me ask you this. So, what if, let's say, you're using Facebook or using Instagram and you've started to maybe build these ad campaigns and you aren't having success still? You've you've not used the, the promote pages. You haven't used the uh, the what was it the boost page um, options there on Facebook or Instagram. So what maybe are we doing wrong? What could we maybe start to look to to maybe find some red flags and maybe course correct a little bit before it's too late? So there's a few KPIs you want to look at, right? So key performance indicators of how well your ads are running and you can get all kinds of data in ads manager. But before you, we, we get there, so you want to build your audiences first, right? So there's a, a tab called audiences. So on the Facebook ads platform right now, they're constantly changing their platform, but on the top left, I think there's are three bars or four bars. Uh, that's a button. If you click that, it gives you all kinds of options. So go to audiences first and first build your audiences before you run an ad campaign. And when you build your audiences, there's a few different audience types. And the three main ones you're going to be using is saved audiences, custom audiences, and lookalike audience. But at the very first, you're going to do saved audiences. And saved audiences is really cool because you can target very specific interests and locations and everything, right? So let's say you're a candidate running in Orlando, Florida, and you can literally go into Orlando, Florida. It's not as easy as, easy as a, or complex of like picking your, your zip codes. So you perfectly pick your district. So you're going to be a little bit outside of your district. But you go to your saved. So click go to your audiences. There's a little drop down on the top left. Drop, click that, and then you select saved audience. And then you're going to give that audience a name. Then you select your, your countries or your locations. So if you're going to run in Orlando, Florida, pick Orlando, Florida, and you can do a radius around Orlando, Florida. The next step is picking your age group. And Facebook's 
AI, their artificial intelligence on ads is really smart uh, and they really work on optimizing your ads. So they want your ads to run better. So you could just leave it open from 18 to 65. I think is their their standard setting. Or if you really know who your audience is, um, you could get a little bit more niche uh, and do you know, just Gen Z or just millennials. But I'm going to encourage everyone to do 18 to 65 in the beginning because when you look at your data, um, you will see what's really happening with your ad, right? And if you really are sold that Gen Z is your audience, but for some reason the, the 50 to 60s are engaging your content the most, then maybe you're showing the wrong content to target the audience that you want. But the next step in saved audiences is we picked our location, we picked our age, then the main, there's a bunch of other features, but the another, next main feature you're gonna choose is interests. So for libertarian candidates, um, you're gonna pick just one interest. So you can do libertarian party and Ideally, you want that interest. If you're doing an entire country, you want to at least have 100,000 people or more in that category. But if you're going as niche as like going into your city, then it can be smaller. And I'm not even going to give you guys parameters of how, how to nitpick it. But just pick one thing, though. So Libertarian Party, right? So create that. Name your name your ad set or your, your audience. Name it Libertarian Party Orlando or Libertarian Party, wherever you're uh, niching down to. And that's your first audience. You want to try to build five to 10 audiences. So the next one you could do, you could do Ron DeSantis. You could do uh, Donald Trump. You could do uh, Yeti, actually. Yeti uh, is working really, really well with, with the Liberty Movement. Um, you could do uh, Ron Paul, right? And then sometimes your interest will not show up. And it's not exactly why i don't know exactly why it doesn't show sometimes it's just because not enough people are engaging with with that interest uh, category or it could be just some freak um scenario where like billy eilish for example for my music people like billy eilish doesn't show up for some crazy reason but it's usually besides billy eilish just because not enough people are engaging on the platforms facebook instagram with that with that interest category but so, yeah, so that's the first step. Build your five to 10 saved audiences before you go into building your ad. Wow. That was a lot. <laughs> you know what's fun, Chris? So, I'm like, details. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm dead serious. And, and for folks who weren't aware, when I say the professors, and Chris is literally a professor, he teaches this stuff in, in college. And this, this, I find myself writing notes as if I am diligently taking notes in a college <laughs> class because not only, and this is something, we can start to show more. Let me put my salesman hat on. Just let's remove from what we're doing right now, talking about marketing and, and Facebook ads. But like, this is how we can show value without having to complain about the barriers to entry. Like, just do it. If you have a yeah. certain skill, like Chris came to the show and he said, Brian, I, I have marketing skills. Let me help with the show. Let me help teach marketing to the Liberty World. And I said, you know what? Apps are freaking lootly because it is imperative that we have folks who know what they're talking about from a sales and marketing perspective and giving them platforms to be able to reach the Liberty movement and show how to effectively communicate these ideas, but also how to effectively stay top of mind for people and make sure that we're establishing some, you know, some real trust. Cause right now we haven't been able to really build trust because we really haven't had a chance to get our ideas into action. So in the meantime, if you have a solution that you can br bring to the table, do it. I, we, we empower you, especially here at the network. If you are a fan of the program, I'm going to ask you right now, email me, brian at briannicholshow.com. If you have a skill set that you want to go ahead and try to help promote here on the program, reach out. I would love to not only you know, see how we can use your skills, but then to give you a platform to advertise your skills and to show the value you bring to the table to the greater liberty world, but beyond that, right, to start to solve those problems 
in people's specific uh, areas of interest or where it is that they are finding their problems. So I know there's a little bit of a segue, but Chris, I just wanted to preface because it is so important for us to make sure that we are talking to those folks who are quite literally experts in their field. I know that the term experts has got a little, you know, a little weirded out over this past year and a half over the, the <laughs> <Yeah>. whole COVID <laughs> thing. But how about like, like, you know, actual experts, people who not just talk about this stuff, but actually live it every single day. You, you've tried these methods, you know, they're true and tested. Mm -hmm. So back to, to Instagram, Facebook. So we, we've gotten our saved audiences. We've gotten the age, we've gotten the specific uh, interests, the sub interests. So, What's next? What would be the next step now in getting the ad to go forward? So next step, we're going to build our first campaign. And just to guess, to kind of add to what you just said. So not not that we were doing this purposely to try to sell the Patreon, but <laughs> I'm, I'm literally giving you guys the step by step that you would learn in a five hundred to a thousand dollar course. Right. So you can now skip that course and test out exactly what we're saying. And if you want to have a visual of it, my goal is this month of July is to post a, a workshop of literally showing how to do this on uh, the Brian Nichols show Patreon page. So that's what's going to cost you 10 bucks. You're going to save four hundred ninety to nine hundred ninety dollars on, on learning how to build your first Facebook ad campaigns. But just, so just a little call to action there. But after you've built your audiences, you want to go to ads manager and you're going to create an ad. You're going to create a campaign, a little green create button. And there's a few, quite a few different types of ads you can build. And when you're first starting out, there's two main ones you're going to work with. There are video views ads and traffic ads. And video tends to work much, much better than than images. Uh, it depends on what the image is, right? So if you're selling just shirts or you're selling like any kind of specific type of merch, images can work really well for that. Uh, for example, we're running an ad right now for Brian's Don't Nuke Me Bro uh, t-shirt. And that's just an image. And that will work perfect because that's really exactly what it is. But for most things, you're going to want to run a video. So you're going to have a video view campaign or a traffic ad campaign. They're very similar. But once you press that button, you can, uh, for, so first you're at the campaign level, right? So there's three different levels. There's the campaign level, there's the ad set level, and then the ads level. So within the campaign, you can have several different ad sets. So we created five to 10 audiences. So each audience represents an ad set when they're needs the big campaign, right? And you can set either a campaign budget or an ad set budget. Now I'm a little bit of a control freak when it comes to my ads. So I go into the ad set level to set the budget, but on the first page on the campaign level page is where it is a little button there where, where you set your budget. So if you're able to set your budget on the campaign level, uh, if you want to go set it at ad set level, you can just hit that little toggle and it'll shut off the, the campaign level uh, budget. And then you can now you can literally micromanage your ads and go into the campaign level or the ad set level. I mean, so you're going to name your campaign and that's and select the ad type. So video views or traffic. And that's pretty much all you do on the campaign level. Then we get into the ad set level. It gets slightly more complicated, but the main things you're going to use is you're going to use the budget when you want your ad to start and you can set your, I would set the budget for daily, not for, uh, for total campaign. So let's say you do $2 a day or a dollar a day for each ad set, right? Your minimum, you want to spend $10 a day in the beginning to build up enough data. Once you have enough data, you could really literally run $1 a day ads, right? So whenever you hear of people talking about dollar a day ads, these are people that have a whole lot of data because they ran a lot of ads. And now you can literally, now you could boost your, your post because now you can select an audience, custom audience you've built through your data. But in the beginning, you don't have that yet. So that's why you have to start off with ads manager and you still should still build through ads manager, but if you just had something really exciting new come out, someone texted you your new campaign video and you really want to post that and, and boost it, 
and you really have your audiences built and your data built, then sure, hit that boost button and select one of those audiences that you've built. But if you don't have that yet, we always got to go the long route and you should always should go the long route. So we've, we're in the ad set level. You set your budget. You set when the ad starts. Then you select your audience. So you're going to pick one of your 10 saved audiences. I keep it super organized. I will name that ad set whatever the audience is. So if it's Libertarian Party, I'm going to call it Libertarian Party dash whatever it is right so first video could be campaign video whatever it is then you select where you want your ad to show so you can have it show only on instagram only on facebook and then there's some couple other uh tools that facebook has like the, the facebook audience network so if you ever play one of those like video games on your on your phone where you have to watch an ad to get coins or points whatever it is uh, to, to be able to buy more stuff uh, you don't really want your ads running there. Um, usually when people see ads there, they run it with sound off. So if it's a video view campaign, you don't want your ad running there. So I usually shut only keep Facebook and Instagram on. But one little tip, if you're going to target Gen Z, I would suggest doing only Instagram. So don't do even do Facebook because uh, you're Gen Z. Most the majority of them are going to be only on Instagram. So I surveyed my students this semester and 70 percent are on Instagram and like 20 something percent are on TikTok. And the rest are on Twitter. They're not even on Facebook anymore. So you want to target only Instagram if that's your, your target audience. Then we go to the ad level. Um, so those are the main things you're going to select there. And then you go to the ad level. And there you're just going to uh, pick the page you want your, your post to run on. So you pick your, your Facebook page and your Instagram page. So you need to have a page. Then you're going to select what the video is you want to show. So you can either upload a video or select a video that's already on your page. Then you have a caption. So that's where your, your, your sales skills come into play. You have your really good copy, you know, ad copy that you write. And I really suggest writing maybe 20 different types of ad copy. And then once you've written 20, you select your favorite one. So that's kind of comes from the writer's music world, right? So you want to, you know, who's going to say that the first thing you write as your ad uh, copy is going to be the best potential copy you can come up with, right? It's, it's not. And that's why, you know, relating to music industry, Michael Jackson wrote 120 songs for Thriller. And out of those 120, they picked their 10 best. And that's why that album was so, was so good. So you want to write 20 different types of ad copy and then you pick your best one because your 20th idea might be your best one or your 17th idea might be your best one. So that'd be your copy for the ad. Then you put your link where you want people to go. And I think that's the main thing. And, and if, once, once we post the, the workshop on, on the Patreon, uh, we'll, we'll really dive into how to do it. But those will be your main things that you do for your ad sets and then and, and your ad level. And then you, there's a duplicate button. So you can there's some three dots next to your ad set. So you're going to see on the left side, it's almost like an outline. You have your campaign, you have your ad set, and then your ad level, right? So you go to the ad set level, hit those three dots, and then you duplicate by however many audiences you have. And it's going to duplicate identical the ad. And then all you have to do is change the saved audience. So all you do is go to the ad set level and then just select the other audiences you've created for however many audiences you have. And that's your first campaign. How about that? That's it. That's, that's as it? easy as it is. And, and that's like a literally a marketing class that you just got here in the Brian Nichols show in our marketing Monday, which I'm just ecstatic because Chris, this is, this is stuff that we candidly need <laughs> desperately <laughs> in the greater Liberty world is how people can effectively use these tools that are at their disposal. And yes, to your point, originally, don't be weary. If it's Facebook and Instagram, it's okay. You know, just use it. It's a means to an end right. in the meantime. So let's now look, we've got the ad, we've got the everything out. It's going, we've got the right copy. How do we measure success? How do we know if our ad's working? 
So that's where your KPIs come into place, your key performance indicators. So if you're running a video views ad, your main indicator is video views, right? How many people are watching the, 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 the video? So you want to do at least a 30 second to one minute video, ideally. You could run as long as two minutes. I don't really suggest going beyond two minutes. I, I've tested once. I've actually done a 10 minute video um, and, and it worked well. I got lots of views on it, but in the most ideal world, you want to keep it 30 seconds to a minute or sometimes as long as two minutes, but really not much, much longer than that. And you will see a, quite a few different uh, data points, uh, all, you know, all kinds of different data points. But when it comes to the video view, so when you go to your ads manager, there's a few different reports you can choose. And the report you're going to choose is video engagement. And under video engagement, you're going to see three-second views. So who's watched for at least three seconds? And every three-second view counts as a view, right? So if a video has 10,000 views, that just means it has 10,000 three-second views at least, maybe more. Then there's through plays. Through plays are 15 seconds. So people watch at least 15 seconds of the video. And then your, your most important ones is your 25%, 50%, 75%, and 100% video views. So if your video is longer, let's say longer than 30 seconds, uh, the 25% view rate is, is pretty important, right? And especially when you target Gen Z. So Gen Z is not going to watch as much of the video. They're going to decide very quickly if they like a video or not. And if they like it, they're going to click to whatever link you have posted before you even reach that 25% view, right? So depending on who your audience is, is how you're going to decide which one of those is going to be most important to you. So if it's younger, 25 to 50% views you're going to look at. If it's older, 50 plus. But if someone to watch 50% of your video, that's that's a really good amount um, of of investment into your video, right? And then what you do with those those view rates, so let's say you take your 50% video views. Now you'll take the amount you spent. So let's say you spent $5 and you have five 50% video views, which is terrible, but, any, but just for easy math, you would uh, take your amount spent divided by your amount of 50% views. That's $1 per 50% view, right? So ideally, you want to get that number below 20 cents if you're running a video view campaign. Then the next type of campaign you're going to run uh, is a traffic ad. And that's just literally optimizing to run traffic to whatever website or video you're pointing them to. And on a traffic ad, your most important KPI is going to be cost per click. And your cost per click should be below 20 cents. And then another important one on the, the traffic ad is your click-through rate. So how many people click through from the people that saw your ad and you want your click through rate to be at least above 1%. Um, so it's like, it's pretty low, right? But above 1%. So if you're looking at your KPIs and your video view rate uh, is below 20 cents, if you're doing video views ad, that's good. If not, you need to optimize and try to do it better. If your cost per click rate on a traffic ad is below 20 cents and your click through rate is above 1%, you're doing good. Uh, and, you know, of course, you want to try to optimize that as good as possible. And the way you start doing that is you look at your five or 10 different ad sets. And let's say one ad set is running at 10 cents per click. Another one is at 15. Another one's at 20. And there's a few that are above 20, 20 cents, right? So you can literally go in and you can shut off all your ad sets. And let's say you want to spend $10 a day. You have 10 ads running. And let's say after 48 hours, once you have enough data, you notice that five ad sets really aren't doing that well. So you shut off half of your ad sets. And then now you double the budget on the other five that are still running, right? Because you're still running at $10 a day. And that's why I like doing it at the ad set level versus the campaign level uh, for the budget. Also doing it at the ad set level, right? So Facebook, well, if they see some kind of traction right away for some, one ad set, 
it may not be the best ad set, but Facebook will start sending people to that ad set. And to prevent that from happening is why I set the budget at the ad set level. Um, but but yeah, those are the main KPIs you want to look for and try to get that as low as possible. I've gotten cost per clicks down for a musician down as low as four cents cost per click and video views down to below one cent per video view. So imagine if you're at one cent and you spend a dollar, 100 people watched your video 50%, right? Or if you have your cost per click down to even 10 cents, that means for every dollar, 10 people have clicked to your page for every ten dollars it's a hundred people for a hundred dollars thousand people right so that's a lot of traffic you're sending to your page and that's where the next step would come in for a future episode is that's where you really want to optimize your website if your clicks to your website aren't converting into sales man folks you're getting some value from this i am i hope you are as well <laughs> if so here's what you're gonna do brianicholshow.com forward slash support that will bring you right to our patreon page and for either five dollars or ten dollars a month now particular if you want access to these awesome courses that chris is talking about it's going to be for our, our account executives this is when we start to build up that that wealth of knowledge right so that's ten dollars a month uh for the patreon but regardless you know the rules of course everybody's gonna get one of these don't hurt people don't take people's stuff bumper sticker uh but these courses are going to be uh, number one so uh so valuable to the greater liberal world so I, I am imploring you if you want to go ahead and access this information and what was it say like 400 bucks you said there chris if they wanted to access oh, yeah, it otherwise lot. oh yeah, yeah. If, you, if you were to buy a course you know from all the people that are selling courses out there they, they range from 400 to a thousand dollars or even more there's a course and don't get me wrong those courses are great right so if, if you want to work as a marketing professional running ads and being a digital marketer then i would still recommend taking one of those courses if you're just doing it for just your business um you could you know you could learn to take what we just said and and just start applying it um and kind of just going along with the, the episode or you could take some of the things that i said and watch some youtube videos or you could join the patreon where we'll have the, the workshop soon where you'll have a visual to go along but yeah if you want to be a digital marketer definitely take one of those courses but if you're doing it just for your business uh you can literally follow these steps in in the beginning or you can reach out to us we're, we're starting to work with with libertarian candidates and people in the liberty movement and we'll we'll do the work for you so you can uh focus on the big picture stuff for your business yeah and if you want to uh, go ahead and inquire about that email me brian at briannicholsshow.com yes we are offering our services and our, our really our brain trust we've developed here uh to help those in the greater liberty world specifically those libertarian candidates who are running and we're looking at you guys running for the local and state offices you are going to be where change is actually going to really help people right we see this Across the board, local elections are where we can make the most impact and we can most effectively sell liberty. So this marketing and sales approach to the greater liberty world, we're seeing it work. And we know it's going to be working for uh, for the Liberty World moving forward as well. So if you want to hop on board and learn more, email me, Brian, at briannicholsshow.com. And with that being said, unfortunately, Chris, my God, man, we already are at the point where we have to point. start wrapping up. It goes so fast. Well, let me, um, let me add, add one more thing please, before we wrap yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to give you the, the last word here, but I was going to say, put a nice bow on this. So we've, we've gotten the Facebook Instagram ads there. We've tested them. Now we're looking at the data coming in. We're getting those KPIs. What's next? What would be the nice bow here for this episode? So the last couple of weeks, we've talked about branding, content, and our digital ads, right? So if you can master those, those things do not take a lot of money. So for the politicians that are running out there, for the Liberty candidates, if you're going to try to compete with Democrats and Republicans, it's going to be really, really hard with the budgets that we have, right? 
like running a billboard, running ads on radio, running ads on TV are really expensive. And how many people do you actually even reach, right? So I just told you, if you really optimize your ads and you have it down to 10 cents a click for a thousand or for $100, you get a thousand people to go to your website. When you have a billboard out on a, even a busy street, I guarantee you, you're not going to get a thousand people to go to your website with that billboard. And that billboard is going to cost hundreds, if not a couple thousand dollars to to run right because you have to have the actually artwork depends on if it's a digital billboard or a, a physical billboard but it's just going to be a lot more expensive to play at their game so we need to take the punk rock approach as i always say and we need to create endless amounts of content we need to engage with people on social media and then utilize these ad platforms to really reach a lot of people and then convert them onto our email list or SMS list. So you own the audiences now instead of renting them from, from these platforms that we, we complain about. Uh, but that's, that's the goal, right? So lots of content, engage with people on social media and, and learn how to run ads the right way or find someone to run ads the right way for you. And you're going to make a lot more of an impact with a little bit amount of money that we have. And I mentioned this last episode. Um, so what we're doing to help engage with some folks online right now, especially with our great partnership with proud libertarian. And I'm like right now just standing back and just thank so thankful. I have such a partner like par, uh, proud libertarian who has been doing our shop for the, the Brian Nichols show, because I will say, hey, my team, specifically Hunter, who has been doing great work for us um, for graphic design, has Shout a new idea. Yeah, Hunter, you're <laughs> awesome, dude. Um, has an idea for you know uh, something for a shirt or something for a bumper sticker. Can we get this on the, the shop? Not only is the answer emphatically and enthusiastically yes, but it's on the shop in a heartbeat. And I had a great opportunity to see this you know firsthand. One of my uh, followers on Twitter, Chris, uh, had asked for. Um, he saw me. I had posted a picture of me wearing a backpack. Um, out in, in, I was, had my, uh, it was good ideas don't require force, uh, snapback. And then my, uh, uh, it was the uh, Amazon or no, it was the Google overthrow the government shirt. Mm -hmm. And my, my backpack was the only thing that was not branded, uh, Brian Nichols <laughs> show. And he said, the only thing I'm seeing here is that we need to get you guys, uh, uh, you know, Brian Nichols show, uh, backpack. So I, yes. I jokingly tagged proud libertarian on Twitter. Not only did they say on it, but then <laughs> moments later said, and here it is with a link to backpacks now on the shop. Oh, wow. But then Chris sent a response with the screen grab of his his order confirmation for said backpacks. So I know you guys are getting value out of it. I know this is in number one. I just from my wearing my my swag and, and wearing the other proud libertarian shirts I've gotten in the past. I've gotten people to say, what's that? Tell me more. And that right there is sometimes the hardest part. So what I want to do. I've been really wanting to see this amazing audience here at the Brian Nichols show start to curate more of this conversation. So what we're going to do is hashtag TBNS sells Liberty. I want you to share a picture of you rocking your Brian Nichols show, proud libertarian swag. And I want you to use a hashtag TBNS sells Liberty because this is where I want to be able to start to show what the, the outreach is like, how it, we can actually make, an impact. And I know we're, we're seeing, you know, dozens of these orders come in from across the United States. So specifically across the continental United States too. I want to hear where you're from and, and really what's the, uh, the value you're hearing. And if you want to make sure that I'm not missing your, your hashtag on the social media, go ahead and just email me as well. Again, that email is Brian at Brian Chris Goizetta. Uh, obviously I want folks to 
not just you know become long-term subscribers here of the Brian Nichols Show, but become you know long-term uh, long-term supporting listeners of the program. We mentioned the Patreon. Proud Libertarian uh, is a great sponsor as well, and everything we we work with Proud Libertarian uh, not only helps uh, libertarian entrepreneurs over at Proud Libertarian, but helps the program as well. So BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop. But let's let's be real. One of the best things that you can do as an audience member is to give us a review. So head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash review. And here's why. Because at the end of the day, people want to know that there's some value to what they're investing the most, really the most invaluable thing they have in, and that is time. So when you leave a quick five-star rating and review at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash reviews, it shows people when they go to look at the program that not only is there value here, but there are people just like them who have entered into this case, this this market, this weird liberty world, just as curious as they were, and were able to find value. So I encourage you folks, BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash reviews. I would greatly appreciate a five-star rating and review. And if you get value from these episodes, right, our Selling uh, selling Liberty with Jeremy Todd, and then our Marketing Mondays here with Chris Goizetta, particularly, I know I would like to hear about it. How about you, Chris? I mean, I, I love it. I'm in the Jeremy episode the other day, the last one you just did. I learned so much from that. Uh, as you always talk about you're taking, you're taking notes. I'm like, man, I just stopped listening to those episodes while I'm driving because I'm literally wanting to write stuff down. The, the, the last one was was absolute gold. And yeah, I, I feel like I'm getting value out of it. And I would assume other people are getting tons of value out of these these Liberty or these, these sales and marketing sessions fan man i and i love to hear too with the conversations on on social media so thank you by the way for those folks who do engage um and and you can find me twitter facebook predominantly but yes instagram and tiktok as as chris has mentioned and you can find me at all those channels at b nichols liberty chris goy zeta where can folks go ahead and follow you they want to keep up the conversation so i'm mostly on instagram twitter and youtube and the links to all of those are at makingitwithchrisg.com. Just right on the top right, there's all my, my links to my social uh, media pages. And if you want to learn about some, some music industry and some more marketing stuff, uh, I, my music that's my music industry podcast right there as well, uh, makingitwithchrisg.com. And of course, we have some amazing episode sponsors. Shout out to Mudwater and Thrive Markets, folks. If you uh, really want to go ahead and help support the program, number uh, one thing you can do, as we mentioned before, all the, the little listicle items before, but number two, go ahead and support the episode sponsors so today Mudwater and thrive markets but with that being said unfortunately we have come to a conclusion of today's marketing mondays here with chris goizetta it is the day after july 4th but i swear the fireworks didn't stop last night they continue through today on our amazing episode here with chris goizetta so with that being said thank you so much folks for joining us on our marketing mondays coming up here on wednesday uh, we are going to be having a conversation with and let's see here as i go up to my magical calendar oh and it says David Bellman, David Bellman. Yes, that's right. So David, uh, actually, no, it's Alex Salter. Just kidding. David Bellman's on Friday. Alex Salter, we're talking about, ready for this, monetary policy and creating some rules that we can apply without using government to help ensure our monetary supply going forward. It's a great conversation. And believe me, I thought monetary policy was going to be boring. Alex helped make it actually interesting. And I found myself, yes, educated, enlightened, and informed. How about that? But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Chris Goizetta. We'll see you Wednesday. Who likes going to the grocery store? You have to pick up the car, head to the store, shop amongst the covid masses, stand in line for hours at checkout, then drive all the way back home only to have to lug your groceries into the house. Well, what if you were able to get all your groceries delivered right to your door with savings up to 50% off of the big guys? 
Brian, your Thrive Market order has arrived. Thrive Market is one of the top grocery store alternatives on the market, featuring hundreds of products for specific diets and lifestyles. So, you eating paleo or Whole30, or you live in that keto life? Perhaps you have celiacs like yours truly, and you want some gluten-free options that actually taste good. Side note, Thrive literally has one of the best gluten-free pizza crusts I've ever had. Literally have it every single week. And here's what's even better. Not only do all orders over $49 get free shipping, but members of the Brian Nichols Show audience get 20% off their first order, plus get one month of their Thrive membership for free. So head over to the show notes and click the link for your exclusive Thrive Market offer and start skipping the grocery store today. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.